When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It's lunchtime, which means it's crunch time on SEN. Inside the Rooster 10 kilometers, Honey Dover. Mitchell's ball is something special to Alex Johnston. Oh, how do you stop that? Brandon Smith with room to run. He explodes through the hole. The South defenders were looking at one another, and Brandon Smith gets the Roosters on the board. Keary with a kick. Two points there. Can the troll crack this open? He feeds a pass to Johnston. He's down the wing. Back on the inside. Oh, that is an unbelievable bit of play. And the troll goes to Dummy Half. It was a game effort, but the ball is going to roll dead. And the Roosters oh, yeah. are going to over their next door neighbours. Oh, yes. Crunch time brought to you by Before You Dig. Don't dig blind. Search Before You Dig online every time. Call. To get involved with the show, you make the show. Remember, one three hundred oh one, eleven seventy, 1170 or on the text line 0457 736 736. Let it ride coming up. If you're confident, we'll reveal the races in which you need to nail it. Uh, Michelle Bishop out here, by the way, torn between the red or the yellow. Uh, I like oh, the yellow, Michelle. the races, is she? Oh, Michelle, oh. come in, come in. Yellow. Come in. Red or the yellow. yellow. It, it's, i tell you what, it's a real... Yellow. China Racing Club. That's their colours, the red and the yellow. There you go. Michelle, jump on the mic. Good morning. Good afternoon. What a great voice, Michelle Bishop. How you going, Bishop? So you're going to the track? Going to the track. Yeah. So why torn between the red and the yellow? Um, I think you picked the right one. I've definitely got the touch of gold. Yeah. got that down pat, but yeah. Um, I was just going to ask, going to try them on and, okay, we're going yellow. yellow. Yeah. What are we thinking? Look, uh, Golden Slipper, uh, to be honest with you, about four weeks ago, I put $10 um, on Cylinder before. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Um, But spending some week with Annabelle Neesham during the week and watching Learning to Fly, that is a class horse. Been able to lead. It's been able to come from behind. What about Annabelle Neesham? I don't know her. What's she like? She's just so down to earth. She loves her racing. If she was a coach, an NRL coach, (laughs) who who, who does she remind you of, her personality? Do you know what? This is going to probably make people think, oh, but old school, um, quality. Yeah. Uh, Madge Maguire. Oh, really? Yeah, absolutely. Tough but fair. Tough but fair. Old yeah. school um, gets the job done. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I like there you that. Go. I like there that. There you go. Uh, what was the other thing I was going to ask you, Michelle? Uh, Artorius, oh, Artorius, uh, the George Ryder. I'm on Animo. Everyone's talking yeah. about Animo. Just to change it up a bit, I'm just I think Artorius might be wearing those colours. I better check go. that. The uh, the red and the yellow. I'll check that. Well, I well, have you're putting got... me on the spot. What are you asking I've me? I've got no. I'm telling you something. Are you telling I've me got something? A, I've got a non-tip for you. Right. So here I am. This is in 2014. I'm at the Crown in Melbourne mm. and I'm going up the elevator or the escalator and I run into a bloke called Lukey Murrell who's nobody had heard of him, little bloke from Newcastle, right? And I said, hey, Lukey, how you going? He said, uh, mate, yeah, yeah. I said, you got a horse in the Melbourne Cup? Yeah, yeah. I said, how's it going to go? 
And I knew the answer because three weeks before he said, can you do a phantom call for the owners and for my horse to win the Melbourne Cup by three lengths? Wow. And I said, three lengths? You're an idiot. My hairs are standing up remembering this. It comes out. Nobody had heard of him. It wins the Melbourne Cup by three lengths. And here he is on Melbourne Cup Day leading protectionists back through the masses. Wow. So there you go. I've been what to the no, I've been to the call of the card, which is a great day. If you've never been awesome to the Melbourne day. Cup, go. You've been there, Michelle. Been there, absolutely. Great day, isn't it? On the it's on fantastic. the Monday at Crown. So you wouldn't believe it. This year, I'm going up the escalators to the same event. I've only been to the call of the card twice, twice. and I run into Jamie Lovett, who's Luke's partner. Mm. And I ran onto the escalators to Luke in 2014. I said, "Mate, I ran into Luke in 2014. Lucky omen. How's Gold Trip going to go?" He said, "Mate." Oh. He, goes, he goes, we're top five every day of the week. Top five every day of the week, he said, but weight's a problem, distance a problem, but we are dead set top five every day of the week. I said, is Lukey here? He said, yeah, 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 yeah. So about two hours later, Luke comes over to the table. He said, mate, we met here last time for the Melbourne Cup. I said, how's the gold trip going to go? He said the same as Jamie. And he said, mate, but let me tell you, he said, I think we can win, not sh- certain, but we have got this horse who's a superstar called Nugget. Oh, Nugget runs in the All-Star Mile, and they nominated it. They've won this race before. It's a massive prize. Right. It's the best non-tip you'll ever get, Michelle. You've right. got to have two I'm bucks on, on it. I'm on two? Okay, I'll find five. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So <laughs> That's Nug- what I'll tell you. In the, All-Star Mile. Yeah. in the All-Star Mile, you've <laughs> right, got to have I'm two on. bucks on it, Michelle. Absolutely on. Go with the yellow. I'm, I'm going with the yellow. And yeah. you guys have an awesome afternoon while yeah. I'm at the track, you know, just yeah. enjoying the day. Awesome. High awesome. heels in hand by five o'clock. Well. No, don't ever do that. That no. is just not a good look. Yeah, it's first time for Keep everything. the heels on no matter how much it hurts. Oh, really? <laughs> oh, Blast through such the pain. a bad look. A bit of class doesn't yeah, go yeah, astray. Yeah. Well, oozing class, our girl, Michelle Bishop. Great oh, to have your days. company impromptuly. Um, let's get to the staff here, the, the staff who are working feverishly on a Saturday. Is she invoice for that, by the way? Yeah, why not? Why not? She <laughs> would like getting paid. Yeah. That's fine. Uh, AP, Adrian Prezenko from the City Morning Herald, two-time Walkley Award winner. How are you, mate? Very good. Excited. Yeah. It's been a good start to the season, hasn't it? Yes, it has. Oh, speaking of tips, brings us to our next tipster, um, which I need to just talk about one of those tips. How are you, Scotty Sattler? I'm good, Sugar, AP and oh, listeners. I know you're good. I know you're good because... <laughs> show me the money! Yeah, yeah, show me the money. This is what we need. So you gave me this tip, and I'm trying to lose a few, and mm. TV can put on a few pounds, and mm. last time, and holy dooly, <laughs> jolly... You're very tricky, 10 out. You've got to do something about it, right? So I thought to myself, oh, that's right. Don't mention the, the place because I'm about to bag you. Um, oh, wow. Sats has been bringing these salads in on a Saturday, right? So park the pies, the 15 pies that I'm having at the footy, and let's go into Satsy's salad, mm. which is all well and good for you, Mr. Moneybags. How much... AP, how much, like, for a really good salad? Take <laughs> you away. set me up beautiful. Because yeah, you asked me earlier, so, did you grab so, your salad? Are, are, are we talking a Greek salad? Am I paying mainly Mate, for lettuce? Like, what am I getting? Avocado, a, even yeah. a bit of a sprinkle of gold in it if you want. But yeah. how, how much for a Truffle really, salad? really good salad? Takeaway. Oh, look. From a cafe. 15? Really good. Really good salad. No, really good salad. Jeez, it, it'd be, have to be really good to be, like, a dollar over twenty. Okay, too much. You've, no, said, it, you've set him up here. No, no, he, he's been scripted. No, so I go to your place. That's just right? a reflection of uh, what I'm getting paid. Cody <laughs> <laughs> says, Do you want me? "I said, Cody, I need to start getting a bit fair income, lose a bit of weight, bit of training. You know, I'm off the sauce, but I've got to watch the sort of, you know, I found the pies and all those sorts of things with the footy season." 
She goes, you want me to make your lunch? I said, no, 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 no. I said, Sats has tipped me a short ball mm. into this uh, little cafe. They did this great salad. I saw him bring it in. It's outstanding. So I see the menu. I said, excuse me. I looked around. Is there any salads here? And there was no salads that you could see. And she said, yeah, 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 just on the menu here. And there was one salad. <coughs> uh, I thought, geez, it must be good. $24. That's wow. not the one I was buying. $24. That's not buying, sugar. Wow. And I opened it up. It's a couple of pieces of broccoli and a little bit of chicken. That's outrageous. 24 bucks. Is that, is that a weekend surcharge? You have verbaled him up before we come on no, the show. No, this is uh, well, I had unscripted to gold. Yours. So where I bought it from, AP, I said, I thought, no, nah, it must be the wrong joint. I said, Sats, um, where, where do you get your salad from, mate? And he goes, yeah, 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 blah, 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 blah. And I went, yep, correct, wait, thank you. Wow. $24. Well, I didn't play 24 what do you oh, pay for your got a special rate. Fifteen. Maybe, yeah, well, that's play on. Maybe I, I, yeah. I, twenty-four bucks. No, I paid fifteen for the one that I always bought in. Yeah, but sugar. are you with me? Twenty-four dollars. too much for a salad. No. Way too much. Sugar. I reckon they saw you coming. He's yeah. the bloke on the sports bed. <laughs> He's exactly. got plenty. We can afford to give yeah. him a little bit of a GST on top. Yeah. responsibility. Yeah. Let me yeah. tell you that. Uh, the maestro's here. Hello, maestro. <laughs> don't know what we've just listened to in the first ten minutes. Yeah, it certainly wasn't my production, but. Congratulations. It's been thoroughly enjoyable. I'm looking forward to, what, four hours, 50 minutes more of it? Looking forward. Who's you thought that was dribble? Who's Two counting? o'clock, Dougie Bollinger's going to join us. <laughs> for Let It Ride. Then we've got the Host Plus uh, Cup, Ipswich Jets taking on Sunny Coast Falcons from 4pm Queensland time. And AFL Nation said, aren't the Swans kick off their campaign against the Suns on the Gold Coast? I don't think this has ever happened, and I'm prepared to take a stab in the dark. Have ever the NRL and the AFL commenced their season with full-time draws? Mm. Not sure. No chance, has it? Full-time draws? The AFL had a full-time draw. Oh, wow. And we started our season with a full-time draw. Wow. Would that have happened before? What was, the, what, oh, was it, what was the full-time draw? Was it Manly? Uh, Melbourne. That no, was Melbourne, Melbourne and Parramatta. Melbourne oh. point, yeah. Yeah, and Richmond and Carlton the other day, yeah. wasn't it? Yeah. yeah. Low scoring too. 57-all, mm. yeah. I think it was. Mm. Oh, Michelle. Michelle. Michelle's donned the yellow. Where, where is she? She can't hear us. She's tied up. I think she's picked the right one. Yeah. What do you think? Yeah. Agreed. Yeah, yep. yellow. We're all thumbs up thumbs here, up. Michelle. Yep. yep, yellow's a go. Mm. Correct way. Thank you. Um, how's the FIFA worker going here? Now, you sound a little bit creepy then when you're just... <laughs> oh, no way, mate, mate. I played footy with Justin, her, her beautiful husband. I would never do that, yeah, Brian. Hands like T-bone steaks. I just called you Brian to him. So yeah. he's, oh, mate, he's a champion. Champion. Uh, in the meantime, FIFA worker, yeah. you're a maths man, aren't you? Love it. So are you a maths man, no, AP? Love it. Maestro? Uh, occasionally. If I miss an episode, yeah, okay. I'm out. So Lindell, oh, really? Lindell yes. who's married, inverted yep. commas, to the Country guy from boy. the Darwin kid. Yeah. Are you up to speed with where that's at? Yes. Thoughts? Being a fellow FIFO worker. FIFO, FIFO. Was it FIFO, FIFO or FIFO? FIFO. Yeah. FIFO. Um, so, uh, yeah, personally myself, I feel as though they should have probably crossed that bridge before letting him into the show. Correct. Yeah. No matter who he, he met, that was, saying, a, that was going to be a problem. Lyndall's husband works, goes away. He works mm. out in the middle of nowhere and yep. he goes away for like three, four, four months, five months at a time where if she's going to move to, say, Darwin, she's not going to see him. So you, you thought the uh, experts would have crossed Well, I suppose bridge. for the credibility of a show because it's got so much, hasn't it? Like, <laughs> no, everyone's there for a relationship, not to get their mug on TV. Oh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Stop mm. winking. Uh, what's in your eye, Adrian? Uh, but it's a great show. 
It's mm. a great show. I just love the show. Anyway, one three hundred oh one eleven seventy is a way to have no your say. It's no Temptation Island. Do you remember that one where they actually found people? who were in a supposedly committed relationship and put them on an island with really hot guys and hot girls. And the whole premise of the show was to get them to cheat on their partner. (laughs) Perfect. How good was that? But they tried that in maths because I had a little bit of a hunch that Harrison... Who's oh, just causing all sorts of problems? Nine ball. Yeah, but when they paired him up, <laughs> yeah. they were a dollar one to pair him up with, yeah. with uh, Melinda, who pretends to hate him, but I think deep down she loves him. Yeah. Do you agree with that? Yeah, Mel the blonde. Yeah, and yeah. so what he did to antagonise it, they were on the boys' day out, and uh, she claims to hate him. Poor old Maestro here, My, sport Maestro's lover. I can't lo- believe what we're doing here on radio. <laughs> um, this wasn't in his rundown, no, in his production. No, 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 no. And he's actually updated the rundown live, and he said, please stop talking about math. <laughs> but so what What this this asshole, he, he comes A-grade. across as that A-grade, yeah. Oh. He says to the husband, inverted commas, because they're apparently supposed to hate each other more than anyone else. Mm. Yeah, mate, we, we, we did okay. We um, Each and every night we stayed up till 2 a.m. drinking wine together, mm. which you're not doing with someone who you hate, mm. are you? Mm. But, he, but did they? That's the thing. That, that's him. Harris is just stirring. Well, who's yeah. paying for the wine? If it's free wine, you'd stay up no matter who it was next to you. Mm, okay, anyway, before we lose the whole audience, uh, yep. let's get on to some rugby league. one three hundred oh one eleven seventy is the way to do that. We'll catch up on these text messages too, which we're loving coming through. Roosters and the Rabbitohs, boys. Let's just get straight into it. Rip the Band-Aid off. The Roosters are back. Yep. Yeah, it was pretty courageous, wasn't it? That, that early early stages of that that game, it was just all about the rabbits, wasn't it? Ten nil, cruising along to be yeah. quite honest, and then all of a sudden, the camera on the sideline pans to JWH and Brandon Smith grabbing mm-hmm. card number one, card number two, first interchanges for Mel, uh, for the Roosters, and the complex the complexity of the game changed in the space of five minutes. Yep. JWH has people looking out of the corner of his eyes. Well, you know, where is he? I'm not going to run anywhere near him. And then you got Brennan Smith out of dummy half. He's feigning right and going left. And it was yeah, it was a, it was actually a masterclass from Trent Robinson, who only told them the captains run the day before, especially Brandon Smith. Hey, I'm going to bring you off the bench for a number of reasons. It worked perfectly. Wow. Yep. I thought the biggest turning point in the game, and it was one of the best defensive fullback displays oh. I've seen, 43 minutes in, early in the second half, Campbell Graham into open space. Yep. And the only bloke in front of him is James Tedesco. And, and Campbell Graham's got a bloke on his right, and it's a two-on-one. Like, you score 99 times out of 100. Yeah, Thompson was on his right. It, yeah. was, it was amazing. And Tedesco just kept hanging off. He didn't commit to either player. He was just hanging off, hanging off. And in the end, Campbell Graham had no – he didn't know what to do, and he ended up taking the tackle. And But he just the, the exact microsecond that James Tedesco committed to that tackle, I thought it was absolutely brilliant. Like – you know, Billy Slater was was you know Massive. covering that game. And you he was could just waxing see he lyrical, was, wasn't he? He he, had, you know, it was something that he would. What have about been the proud Cam of. Murray one in the first half That's, when Murray breaks same. through? Yep. Player looming up on the outside. It was yep. Tom Burgess. I mean, yep. admittedly, but yep. still, Tedesco just held off, held off, backed off, backed off. Fain like he was going to go to the right to where the support player was. Yeah. Murray goes, I've got him. Just changed his angle back and just chopped him. Yeah. It was. It was. I mean, last week we spoke about. Rugby League Week score lines and yep. what you would get if you're looking at a performance. Tedesco again, he was a, he was a nine or a ten. 
Yeah, well, it was a perfect performance from a fullback <laughs> point perspective. John, John makes a good point, and look, we don't mind getting the uh, sword put to us. Johnny says, uh, yeah, so I use the term, let's get straight into it. <laughs> he said, straight into it. He said, Sugar, you took 15 minutes to get to the game. Love the show, boys. Good on you, John. G'day, lads. Could you imagine if the Broncos had a doco during the 2020 season with all the drama? Rugby league is a copycat game, and hopefully more teams will do Dawn of the Dolphins. Yeah. Cheers, Will from Wynnum. Imagine if West Tigers did one. How would oh, that would oh, be? Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Don't we? Honestly. It's a term that's sort of come to fruition largely in the last five years and that is narrative yes we just go to the narrative that suits dawn of the dolphins yeah that's what you need to do yeah uh, west tigers which was called what um tales of tales from tiger Town. yeah yeah not so popular yeah the storm are doing on at the moment and it's probably a pointer towards the fact that it's more than likely craig bellamy's last season oh, last wow. dance last dance the remember Chicago was Bulls. it a 2020 origin series played at the end of the season or 21 2020? Was that during COVID? Yes. Say that again, sorry, Seth. Yep. 2020 was the Origin Series, Adelaide. No, 2020. That was 20. Yep. So a documentary crew wanted to go into the QR. Well, they went to the QRL and yep. said, we want to do a documentary over this whole Origin Series. Yep. This team of misfits for mm. Queensland, coached by Wayne Bennett. And Bennett said no. Yeah. And the yeah, irony it would have been amazing. that he's the star of the Dawn of the I Dolphins. Know. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, it would have been great. It would have been a great dog. We don't do enough of them in rugby league. No. Yeah, well, you see hard knocks in, in the NFL, which is one of the great docos of all time, the hard knocks ones, where they go into the whole preseason of a club. They see players getting cut, whatever it may be. It's We don't do enough of them. The Panthers did one, but they did theirs only started at the tail end of last season. It was like in their finals campaign. Preparing Panthers? Uh, I, I Caring Panthers, I think it may be called. You can see it on back, YouTube. It's about going back to back. Yeah. 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 It's on, um, yeah. It's on, it was on nine. Yeah. yeah. So that was, that was good. But it's sort of, you'd like, love to see it unfold over a whole season. Yeah. And I, 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 I'm really interested in the fact too that like the, the last dance was so big for so many reasons because obviously no one had anything to do. We're all locked yeah. in our houses with COVID. Mm. But the fact that they had, they were sitting on something that was absolute gold and they did it for so long. It's amazing that they decided to release it at that time. The, the access is the key, isn't it? Oh, all, yeah. all the footage and the access. And you, you know what? That that last dance, the timing of that coming through COVID, it's spectacular. I'll give you an idea. So we can do all the advertising in the world. And the Formula One had largely for many, many years had the same viewership. And every sort of Monday morning I'd be driving to work and somebody's won the Formula One. And for me to be wallpaper, I didn't really even really hear who'd mm. won it. But then all of a sudden I watched the doco, which was Drive to Survive, and now when I'm driving to work and the news comes on and they say that, um, uh, who's the A-grade? Um, Lewis Hamilton. No, no, the real A-grade. Max Verstappen. Max oh, yeah. Verstappen. Max Verstappen's won the blah, 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 defeating whoever it is, Alonso. And straight away I can see the people and I'm interested in it and I want to know about it and I do know about the general landscape of it. So educating people through a documentary in your sport if you drop this sport or Dawn of the Dolphins into America and forced 50,000 people to watch it, X amount would convert into rugby league fans. Agree. I look at the full swing, the new Netflix, yep. the golfing doco, and from the outside in, I'd look at Brooks Kepka and I'd go, this guy, he looks like he bench presses buses in his spare time. <laughs> and he's, he's won you know, four or five majors, whatever it may be. But the doco made him look like an absolute head case. He's yeah. got all these noises going around in his head and he's got his girlfriend telling him one thing and, oh, he's an absolute... Have you seen that, I must, No, but I must be the only person 
who like I watched my first episode of Drive to Survive like three days ago. Not interested. Are you not? I'm the same. Not, I'm, I just can't. I can't get into it. Really? Yeah. Just oh, it's the personalities for me. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, mm. well, what I will it's say a bit like is Yellowstone that, can't get into it. Can, yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay. Fair enough. Don't you dare say you haven't watched Ted Lasso, but but they the numbers watching that and the numbers who are now invested in the Formula One. Yeah. Which can't be a coincidence on the back of that. It is through the roof. Have you seen Drive to Survive? Zero? Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I was already a fan of Formula One, and yep. it's actually it's hardened me. Yeah. Like yeah. It's, Seeing all the team principles and all the as as you say the access the personalities that's what drives you towards sport right yep so the last dance when that was on the big for for all the Australian journalists the big prize was to get an interview with Luke Longley uh, so it's no one no one had gotten yeah. him because he wasn't involved and everyone was like why wasn't he involved like what's his story what's his recollection what's his relationship why, was not in it was he no. not in it whatsoever because right? he also really when he retired he sort of. Disappeared over the this he went little to tiny Perth, he, coastal he, town and in Western Australia. No one really yep. knew where he was. Got he got right away from it. So that was the big chase. Who's going to get the first interview with Luke Longley? And I think and it broke the internet. I think it was an Andrew Webster story. He didn't get the interview, but he wrote about the process of trying to secure that interview. And I think if we get metrics on all of our stories, how many clicks or whatever else. That one, I think, is one of the most clicked-on stories of all time. It, it's it's more read than the actual interview that Luke Longley it's a story about not gave. Really. A story. It's, a, it's a story about not getting the story. Yeah, good angle. Wow. Hey, yep. um, have you heard the Howie Games Luke Longley? No. Yeah, really good. Is it? Two-part interview. It's outstanding. Yeah, wow. Yeah, really good. Well, uh, let's get into the uh, rugby league, shall we? <laughs> uh, Jackson Paulo, by the way, two tries against the old firm. Rugby league loves a narrative and a story. Kiri, also a former Rabbitoh, best performance since when? Uh, just instrumental in all of that. I saw concerns about his defence. Luke one Kiri. one defence, yeah. I think he's yeah. still a little bit gun shy, which just, is natural. Okay, just on defence then. And this is a really good lesson for coaches coaching junior footy who coach all the big plays. Go and watch head on the Kaloma-Tungi try, mm-hmm. where he see they line up Luke Keary in front of him. Kaloma-Tungi runs to the right shoulder, which is the inside shoulder of Luke Keary, and then just as the ball is being passed, he steps to the outside shoulder. So the weight of Luke Keary is going away, and Kaloma-Tungi just strolls through. And they would have done a bit of work on Sua Lee, yep. knowing the Sua Lee will get up and leave mm-hmm. Luke Keary by himself. Yep. It was well coached by Jason Demetrio. Well That's the next evolution for their attack. And we saw it a little bit in round one against the Sharks where they're not going left all the time now. Yeah. So so Ilias to Kalamatangi to Campbell Graham. I don't know whether I I don't know whether I told you this last week or two weeks ago, but apparently in two thousand fourteen the same thing happened. It was always to the left where Johnny Sutton was. You know, he's he was like concrete at South. He's he's part of the wallpaper there and Adam Reynolds was this young half with Ben Teo on his right. And he was always through 2013. wasn't was a little bit too scared to overcall John Sutton. So Maguire had said, and Benny T. apparently said, "I'm not getting any ball. It's always going to Sutto. They're always going left." Mm. In 2014, they started to mix it up. They went back to the right. Benny T. was getting a heap of trials, a lot of line breaks, because Reynolds had found a voice. Yeah. And he started to use mm. he started to use Benny T. a little bit more and go away from Johnny Sutton, which was the obvious. They go and win the comp wow. because they were able to really formulate their attack away from 
what it had normally been. And the knock on them at the time was that they were too predictable. Remember yeah. when Wayne Bennett said that and they played a real forwards game. They had the four Burgi. They just would trample and everyone. And people would say, oh, you know, you're too predictable. Later on, I was talking to Wayne Bennett and he goes, that's the biggest compliment I could pay him. Because I know what's happening, but He's I can't stop it. Yeah. You can't stop it. Wow. And just on very smart from Sats, when you think about it, so he spoke about Reynolds in 2013, this young whippersnapper, and I think it's a lot to do with the off-season. So you turn up in an off-season and you think you're going to play first grade, and that was the case for Reynolds in ahead of 2013. That was the case of Ilias last year. Then you've played somewhat amount of first grade. Then you enter the next off-season and you know you're the halfback. And that's when the voice comes out. Mm. That's when Reynolds starts to get it on the right-hand side. That's when Ilias starts to get it on the right-hand side. I think you've unearthed something there, Sats. That's when Ben Teo's in, in this young kid's ear yep. going, if you don't give me the effing ball, yep. you, know, you might have to be playing second grade because yep. I'm going to get someone here who's going to give me the ball. That's right. And Luke Keary and Johnny Sutton are getting all the ball. Yep. Yeah. It's that off-season of, of knowing you're the man and, okay, you're entitled Feel to have your skin. Yep, hundred percent. Hey, we have we got time, Alex, to talk about the obstruction. What do you? What are your thoughts on it? Okay, Joey so Manu what he's talking it. about is Manu scores, which is essentially the match winner. Jackson Paulo. Sorry, Jackson Paulo scores, which is essentially the match winner yep. on the right hand side. Cody Walker, in my opinion, it was the greatest stage play in history. Hmm. Best supporting actor at the Oscars. <laughs> and, and to the credit of the bunker, my opinion is this. Well played. If you're going to fox around and do that and not make a serious attempt to try and stop the try, then we're not going to reward your theatrics. That's yep. my opinion. Thoughts? There are some players who do that better and more than others. Like Mitch Moses the, the night before, that was a classic example where he ran straight into the defender and you just thought, well, maybe if you're going for the ball carrier, you would have got a lot closer to stopping that try. Yep. In the end, that, that was a no try as well. Actually, on that one, on that one you, you're talking about, Yes, Moses got ran into, and yes, he, he played it up, but to the letter of the law, that's a no try, isn't it? Yep. The one in Manly and, yep. uh, and Parramatta. But you actually, when Tommy Trebovi scores a try, who's the right centre for, is that Will Penasini? Yep. Trebovich beats him on the inside. Penasini's facing towards the hill. Yeah. There's no need for Penasini defensively to be actually gone past. He should be on the inside of Tommy Trebovich. So... From a defensive point of view, I'm looking at that as a defensive coach at Parramatta and going, yeah, okay, we've got the penalty, but what are you doing? You're actually facing the the hill while Tommy Trebojevic is inside of you. Yeah. So it doesn't matter whether Mitch Moses gets held up or not. You're missing the tackle. But also further this, and I said this in the call, and it, it, you talk about indicators, and we were talking, we're calling the game. It was Timmy Mann and myself and Spud without any clothes. Is that true? Spud. Down to his... And we kicked off the game. And as I said, I actually said it incorrectly. I said, because uh, I was so bamboozled by Spud. I said, Parramatta kicking off right to left. They're actually left to right. Mm. And Spud, as I look at him, he's left to right, if you know what I'm saying. <laughs> he was hanging left to right. Wow. But he, it was that hot. It was so hot in the box. I was listening to the pregame yeah. before you got there. And I, could, I Mate, heard it was him saying, so and Timmy Manor was sweating so, profusely. Is it true that... The home coach's box, they've got their air, air con on, but there's only a pedestal fan for, for Brad Arthur. Is that yeah, right? Yes, but they're, they're factoring in and the... And isn't Dakin or something... Don't they actually have a sponsor <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like for the club? Yeah. It's an air conditioning... You know what I want to see next time, just for, for a ruse? The away coach turns up to Four Pines Park carrying his own pedestal fan. <laughs> <laughs> Don't you reckon? Um, 
after the break, yeah. in fact, we can get into it now. So, so get into this now yep. about the obstruction sets. So just to for the listeners, the obstruction rule, is this what you're throwing your hands at me for, Volkanovsky? Yeah, okay. Uh, block or flat runners. Now, Manu would be classed as a block runner. Yep. Okay, who do not receive the ball, must not stop in the middle of the defensive line. Yep, okay, okay, so yep. so we're thinking, well, that's a penalty because yep. that's exactly what he's done. He's, he hasn't run through the line. He's actually stopped in the defensive line. But it says defensive decisions that commit defenders. So a defensive decision that commit defenders to initiating contact with an attacking player will not be deemed obstruction. So they're saying you can't stand in the line but if you're a defensive player who makes the decision to make contact with him for whatever reason, it's no longer obstruction. Mm. Is that, I mean, is that... What thoughts, AP? Is that contradicting the original law? Just repeat it again for our listeners. Okay, so a, a block runner for whatever yep. reason cannot stop in the line. They've got to yep. run through the line, yep. Yep. basically into the in goal if you can. So is that what happened last night with the Walker no, situation? No, Manu? Manu just stopped. Yes, that's yeah. what I'm saying. That's what happened. Yeah. So Cody Walker then initiates contact yep. by grabbing him and, and looking like that he's been held up. So it says the defensive decisions that commit defenders to initiating contact with an attacking player, i.e. Cody Walker, will not be deemed obstruction. Isn't that the point of running a decoy or, or, or run that play? Like you're trying to commit a, someone who hasn't got the football. Mm. Yeah. Interesting. So, I don't know. If I'm wrong, am I reading that saying that if you initiate contact, mm. the obstruction's off? As a defender, if you initiate yeah. it, which was the case with Cody, Cody Walker. Walker. Mm. Maybe. Uh, it's a murky line. Common sense should prevail. I think in the instance of last night, they got it 100% right. Do you agree with that? I'm not quite sure. Do you think Cody was playing for it? Absolutely. Yeah. Mm. Okay. Have you say? But would have he played for it if Manu didn't stop in the line? If he just ran through, Cody Walker continues running across a, a plain, yep. plain field and yep. has some chance of tackling Jackson Bolo. I'm not quite sure. Yeah, fair point I'm as sort of well. Happy both ways. Have your say. Have your say. One three hundred oh one eleven seventy is the text line. You can call, uh, which is oh four five seven seven three six seven three six. By the way, too, let it ride coming up. So we'll announce after the break the six races which you have to nail to be in the chair, Maestro. Who's the uh, carryover champ? Uh, carryover champ is. Baz from Brightwater. Baz from Brightwater. There you go. One three hundred oh one eleven seventy. This is this is crunch time. All thanks to SEN. Oh, this is, they're running out of the line here. O'Sullivan will shred them. Lemuelu into the backfield. Guess who looms up? Guess who looms up? Oh, yeah. Dom Young got a hand on it, and then yeah. Hamaso yeah. grounds it in the in goal area. I reckon try. Here we go, right side. They go that way. Felice Cafusi oh, is there. Go. Oh, Jermaine kick for Jermaine Asako. Katoa. They get it. <laughs> Naughty's had a rare night. Oh. There's a try to the winger. There's what? the icing on the cake. Yeah, the Dolphins skipped away by 16 in the end. Uh, this is amazing. The Dolphins 3-0. and Many, many people <laughs> tipped the spoon. Well, that's over. In my opinion, they cannot win the spoon. Put a red pen through them. They cannot win the spoon. The Dolphins will keen on that at the start of the year. Keep crowing that. Uh, what I will say is this, though. We are blown away here. Crunch time, let it ride. The support that we have got so early in the season for this little show... Um, the board has lit up, and we are so appreciative of that. Hi, fellas. After watching the footy, I still can't see any team burning Penrith at this stage. As long as Yo does not get a major injury, says Gary. Thoughts? 
I agree, Gary, with Isaiah Yo. I think he's as important as what Nathan Cleary is, without a doubt. Not only on the field, but off the field, probably most importantly. He keeps everyone level-headed. When everyone starts getting a little bit away from themselves, he allows people to celebrate and be themselves, but he also says, hey, guys, we need to bring it all in here. Yep. Because Nathan's a very – he's a quite an introvert. Yep. Um, but when it comes to I can't see anyone beating them, from a defensive point of view, yeah, absolutely. I just think without – yeah, Apicroy sounds a huge loss, but without Viliami – who was really their go-to man. He's Even that... Taylor May is a big loss. Yeah, yeah. So I, I think they're going to find it a little bit more difficult to score points this year. Yep. But they'll be able to defend a lot more teams out of it. So, But as convincing as what they have been in the last two years, I think they may have just come back just to maybe a peg. I know South got beat last night, but if you're after a form line, they're the team who keeps finding a prelim at the price – Let's not forget that in the prelim last year, if South beat Penrith, they'd start the grand final as the favourites. The year prior, they lost equal tries to Penrith, no Latrell Mitchell. And you think about how close they are. Last year, they took on Penrith in the prelim. They led 12-0 with about five or six minutes to go to halftime. Uppy comes onto the field. There's no Uppy to come onto the field now. There was an intercept or something against the grain that Tiles caught. Yeah. So Walker, Walker, South Sydney, tried go, Walker tried to go for the ball steal yep. in cover as opposed to just chopping his legs. Lachlan Ilias's first year last year, they will think they can win the comp AP. Before a ball was kicked, I thought that was the grand final. Set Roosters Rabbitohs. And I still think that now. I reckon that was a grand final preview last night. I reckon Penrith again will be vet because of what just Sat said. Um, defensively, they're so good. They've got the experience. Um, they they don't seem their hunger hasn't dwindled from what I can see. And I think staying up for a long time is always an issue. But now, I think South and the Roosters they're they're the teams. Can I ask you this? So obviously, Jai Arrow and others get to come back for South. Angus Crichton, mm. come September, do you see him fit, healthy playing for the Roosters? Yep. 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 So he's still a way away. He won't return to full training for a little while um he's on a course of medication and with that there are all sorts of um potential side effects so for instance is you're, you're um yeah how you sleep or or you know how it affects your metabolism so they're just getting the dosages right and making sure that he's right to go um they won't rush him he'll come in um they've got nathan brown coming nathan in brown which is an interesting one because, I mean, Nathan Brown, you know, he was basically told he was not wanted not long after he re-signed with Parramatta yeah. when he was an origin player. Um, ironically, he's come in to cover for a raft of injuries, but he won't be available for a few weeks because he's got a hammy issue of his own. Oh, is that right? Yep, yep. Okay. So he, that, that was going to be the spicy one because they play Parramatta in a couple of weeks. <laughs> I was just looking that up. Yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> so he... He won't be available for that. I've spoken to Nathan Brown for a story that will be in uh, the paper tomorrow. Um, a really interesting move. So um, he was fairly diplomatic about what he said about Brad Arthur, but there's obviously a disconnect there. Um, you know, he, he played two origins. Um, you know, he played in the grand final, which was the first time that he'd uh, been selected in first grade since round 17 of last year. So he's more than happy to be going to Bondi Junction to restart his I, career. I think if South lose Junior to Tola, even, yeah, if, they how get, good was even he? if they get Jai Arrow back, 
If they lose Junior to Tolo, I think he is one of the most important players for South. They lack a lot of depth there. Yep. When Jai comes back and then you've got Junior to Tolo, then David Mowali, then Thomas Burgess, and they're a lot healthy. If they lose Junior. Oh, Thomas yeah. Burgess, and I'm going to uh, embarrass you in a minute, AP, for a good reason. <laughs> in fact, I'll do that first. <laughs> so, You're what, no, 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 no. I'm actually being quite complimentary. You rang me up, Sats, yeah. and you said, mate, honestly, how good's AP go? Adrian Prezenko on the radio. Yep. Did you not say that to me? I did, absolutely. And we, we both endorse that. So, Adrian, you're flying, and we say that sincerely. Mate, honestly, you're flying. And we this is probably right while we're getting so much traffic coming through. You're doing a wonderful job there. The other thing I was going to say was this. Oh, you broke here. It was a rumour, but you thought that Nathan Brown, it's the first I ever heard of it. You said, Nathan Brown, you expect to beat the Roosters by the end of the year. Within a couple of days, what happened? Exactly. Yeah. Mm. That's why, that, mate, you're flying. You throw enough darts, you hit the bullseye every now and then. <laughs> well, that's right. That's right. Uh, 1300 01 to have your say. Text 0457 736 736. You know you're enjoying the show and it's a good show when you keep getting told to go to the break. We're just humming here. Mm. We hope you're enjoying the program as well. This is Crunch Time on your Saturday. Let it ride coming up from 2 o'clock. So there's going to be a bit of pressure this week. There's no pressure this week. Well, these are just going to all the coaches this week. There's no pressure. Well, these are the hard games. To, these are the pressure games. Yeah. Well, why do you say is it? Well, everybody's going to want to play in them, mate. So yeah. if you're a football player, you want to be there. So what's hard about that in the best stadium in Australia? <laughs> I don't think there's any matter about to be there. He He's 100% right, though. He could he? not hit the nail on yeah. the head any better. Now, do you agree with He's, that, Sets? Oh. He's, Who asked that question? Is that Reedy? That was Brett Reedy. Brett Reedy. So he's, Wayne Bennett's one of the best guys to interview because <laughs> you never bring your A game for the first three questions because you know no matter what you're going to ask, he's just going to make your work really oh, hard. Oh, strategy. So, yeah, yeah. So, so, for instance, I did a thing when, with the Dolphins. I wanted to yeah. do a bit of a feature before their first game. <laughs> and, I, and I sort of gave him a couple outside of stuff. You know, what are your expectations oh, for the season? No, Yorkers at this stage. And he just say... I ain't in the expectation business. <laughs> and, you just, <laughs> and you think, okay, what have I got next? So leave, leave your top draw stuff for Can about you question four. For confirm Wayne. or deny that, that journos, when they'd go into a, a press conference after the game with Wayne Bennett, used to have, some of them used to have bets on who could get the longest answer out of Wayne. <laughs> Is that true? I haven't played that game, yeah. but I reckon he's he's got people that he he's prepared to give a good good uh, answer to, and others that he just hasn't got enough of time. Mm. I, I, I love so I used to work at Two GB, and I'd love a challenge. So I'll try and get Hugh Jackman, or try and get always see try and get the interview that you weren't expected to get. And for whatever reason, there was some kind of issue that must have happened between Wayne. But Wayne Bennett would never take a Two GB interview. So I thought, say, so for about three weeks in a row, I'd say, Wayne, have you got a minute? And I had the, the jacket with 2GB badge on. Wayne, you got a minute? He'd go, nah, 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 right? So I've teed up Pricey, who was the assistant coach to Wayne, who's my best mate. And I said, mate, can you just get him? I need this interview with Wayne. Brucing, yeah, anyway. Yeah, Brucing, yes, yep. yes. So a game at Cogra, they've just won the game. And <laughs> so I've come up. Wayne's left Cogra, the bowels of Cogra, the sheds. And he's seen me again for the fifth week, fifth straight week. And his shoulders slump. And I've just said to Wayne, I said, sorry, Wayne, haven't got time for you today, mate. Look at him. <laughs> 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 so, you just got to play with what you got, boys. one 300 is the way to have your say. These ones come through. And uh, this is uh, high sugar. 
How many legitimate tries did Manly score this week, says Dorsey's. Now, Dorsey, I was critical. I wasn't critical. I do believe in Manly to have a great season. I do believe in Anthony Seabold. But what I did say was of the five tries in week one, there was an intercept. There were two where Canterbury had the ball. It was against a runner play, ricochet kicks. And there was another try that was 12 men. So what I was simply saying, Dorsey, was, yeah, 31-6, but heavily flattering scoreboard. So now he's asking about the legit tries. Dorsey, I am a believer of Manly and Seabold, but I will say this again about your win the other night. It was six tries apiece. You did let 30 points in. Goal kicking ultimately decided the game. And ultimately it came down to Ola Kawatu's two tries. One was a kick and credit to him. He went up and brought it down. The other one was an intercept. And what was the other one that I was talking about? Well, they also got lucky in that that Quint Gutherson pass to Regan Campbell-Gillard, they caught it forward. Yeah. I don't reckon that was forward. Yeah, well, I the agree. other thing is, yeah. too, in the history of me watching rugby league, I think I'm 44. I lose count of my age, but I'm something like that. I've never seen a chip and chase from a metre out yeah. from the goal line. That what about that? He... See, not... You weren't sold on, on Josh Schuster, eh? and, and perhaps no, no, you're no. still not. No, but, no, no, but I, reckon... I actually am. I am, and, and, I, and I'm wrong in saying so. So I said yeah. that Schuster might be my Dylan Brown, where I was a bit sceptical where others yeah. were hot on him. But I still, long term, I played with Owen Craigie. And Owen Craigie did what he did. But when you reflect upon Owen Craigie's career, it was nowhere near... People what he say could have he, done. Could, he was one of the most talented people to ever step onto a football field. So Josh Schuster's had one good game, got man of the match. I hope he doesn't do an Owen Craigie. He's got he's got some areas defensively. Oh, of course. When Matt Dory scored that try, and again, I thought he's outstanding. I love watching his slide of hand, like yeah. just like mm. double pump and the way that he takes the ball into the line. Joey really he, he Owen Craigie won a premiership by he the did, way. At eighteen years yeah. of age. And, and had a great career. Yeah. But but he could have been maybe an immortal if he, if he was so screwed on. Matty Dory, so. when he scored his try in the first half, Kelmer Tuolungi hits him side on with good legs tackle. And Schuster, with the size that he is, he was in the perfect position to go bang and just rattled Matt Dory and drop him in his track. He went in, didn't engage, dropped out, and Dory beats the tackle, scores next to the goalpost. Mm-hmm. And a couple of occasions, whether that's fatigue, because he's only his first game back yeah. from a calf injury, or whether it's attitude... Anthony Seabold will, will know what he needs to work with defensively. The, the, knock, the knock on Josh Huster has been his, his work ethic. and But when he was a young kid growing up, playing in the park or whatever else, he used to kick and pass at a telegraph post all day, every day, come home from school. He would hit this post so often that just with a normal steed, there's an indent on the on the telegraph post. Really? Where he would just hit it day after day, hour after hour. So like he's a guy who has really worked on his game. And if he can just get it all together and stay fit and stay injury free, I reckon he's a free. He's he can got do class. He's totally agree. Totally mm. agree. Uh, boys, uh, does no one rate my mighty seagulls? Would like Schuster at thirteen and Cooper at six. Our bench is a fraction skinny, says Serbian seagull. I'd have Josh Schuster at John Sutton, two thousand and fourteen, left side back row. I totally agree. Yeah, I, I don't think he's at the part of his game from a maturity point of view and a conditioning point of view to play a really good 13 where you've got to be a chame- – Bobby Lydney used to always say he's one of the great 13s. You've got to be a chameleon. You've got to be able to fit into whatever environment. If it's going to be playing tough, you've got to be able to play tough. If it's going to be open, you've got to be able to be at all parts of the field. If you need to fill in in the centres at some stage, you need to fill in. I don't think he's at a stage of his career. I'd love to see him as a left-side second rower being you know, being that ball player, but that's where Olakowatu plays. So. Uh, okay, boys, need a Toro top tackler from last night's games. 
for Toro. Count on Toro to get the job done. Last night, top tackler. Doesn't need to be the highest tackle count, but important tacklers. Who, who did you see last night? Oh, we already touched on him, didn't yeah. we? Tedesco. Tedesco. Like, yeah. like we, were, we were talking about it off air. Like, he's the only guy that – he's the only fullback in the world that makes both of those tackles. That was Gary Belcher defence. Like, like, Badge was renowned for – reading numbers on the run and being able just to point to players where you've got to go in the space of two or three seconds. You talked to Laurie Daly, Ricky Stewart and Mel Meninga about it. They said he was like a mathematician at fullback. Wow. He'd come through the line. He'd, he'd know when to back off or or have to move forward and put pressure. That last night was just one of the great defensive displays we've seen from a fullback. Uh, totally agree. Last night's Toro tackler, count on it, uh, was James Tedesco. And a, a lesson for the fullbacks, and we said this in the call, boys, for SEN League, if you look, if you're a fullback and you see on one side Tommy Trebojevic and Daly Cherry Evans, you, there's no bigger clue the ball's going that side, mm-hmm. right? You cannot mark man on man if you see both those players there. You have to. And if you're a right centre, for example, and a right winger and you see both those on the other side, you need to concede your position and be short and send troops there. Mm-hmm. And so often teams mark up man on man but the likes of Latrell Mitchell, Tommy Turbo, James Tedesco, when you combine them with the major half, it is different gravy. You've got to give yourself a chance. one three hundred oh one eleven seventy. You can text 0457736736. Tweet us at 1170SEN. This is Crunch Time. Thanks to Before You Dig Australia. I have promised you to give you the races for Let It Ride. I promise we'll do that right after this. All righty, let's get into this. Uh, the barrier drill for Let It Ride will happen at 2.45. 2.45, the barrier drill will happen. And let me tell you this. So the races are 6, 7 and 8, Melbourne and Sydney. You need to send through, if you wish to participate in Let It Ride, where our man, who's in the chair there, Seal? Baz Baz from Brightwaters. From Brightwaters. He's in the chair, so you need to nail the place getters of all the six races. If you get a place getter, you stay in the chair. The winner wins the signed football by the alumni here at SEN. You get the Signet Power Bank as well, which is handy. And, uh, and as I keep saying, we're going to build some prizes around that as well. one three hundred oh one eleven seventy. If you wish to play, let it ride and be in the chair. Simply text us 0457 736 736. Text your name. Text your six tips for your horse to place in Melbourne's race six, seven and eight. That's Sydney as well. Melbourne and Sydney race six, seven and eight. If your horse places, you stay in the chair to win all those prizes. So that is open now. Barrier draw which will close the event at 2.45. Melbourne race 6, 7 and 8. Sydney race 6, 7 and 8. Let's go now to... In fact, before we go to our man, Simon, Mm -hmm. um, Andrew says, I agree, Sugar. Defence needs to improve with the shoe. That is five games with shoe at 6 for Manly and they are still averaging 34 points in attack. The late Bozo said Manly's next premiership would be with shoe at 6. I didn't know that. He also said that that, that shoe would be... A manly captain at some stage in the future. Did he? Mm. Okay, well, there you go. Um, uh, Steve writes, can Sportsbet put up a market on how many times Sugar Bruce's during a show? Says Can't Steve. get a bet on, uh, Steve. Cannot get a bet Steve, on. Market suspended. Send me through who we've bruised so far and you're under overline. I'll see if I can go over. In the meantime, let's just march on. one three hundred oh one eleven seventy is the way to have your say. And as we like to do each and every Saturday, we need to get some clues when it comes to the Greyhounds. We do that with our man... 
from, uh, where is he? I mean, I'm trying to find our credit. Here we go. The world's richest middle distance race, the Country Classic tonight at Dubbo. Dubbo, yeah. It's Greyhound Racing Supercharged. We talked to our man Simon Orkin. He, was like, he ran like a Greyhound in, on the, in his hockey days. His Simon Olympic did. hockey days, yeah. yeah. Well, let's find out. Hello, <laughs> Simon. Oh, good afternoon, fellas. How are you? Good. Now, well, what I like is the bookkeeping side of things, Simon. And last week, I will say this. Tanya Keeping won at $4.60. Kaching. Nangar Rocket winner at $3.10. Unplaced with Dookie Devil, but what I'll say, if you outlay $3 and you get back $7.70, you're buying more than just the fish and chips that night. What do you think? You can afford one of sets of salads. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Almost, yes. Yes. How are you, Simon? We, be- we barely missed, boys. Wasn't it a good weekend last weekend? Mm-hmm. Um, I'm good. I'm in Dubbo. I'm actually laying on my hotel Bed at the moment, watching a, a bit of the thoroughbreds ahead of a big night out at Dawson Park here tonight. As you mentioned off the top there, Country Classic, $125,000 to the winner of the race tonight for about 35 seconds of work. Bandit Jane, current favourite with the bookies, boys. She's my pick for the Lord Kennel. Look, Andy and Jody Lord, they own She's a Pearl, who a lot of your listeners have probably heard of. She's probably the best greyhound in New South Wales at the moment. But Bandit Jane, she very well could be the best staying or middle distance greyhound. She's an emerging dog. Her brother, Grim is in the race as well. And between them, I reckon they could run some really big races tonight. But it's all happening, boys. Apparently 2,000 people are set to come out to the track tonight. We've got Jason Owen. He's a local boy, runner-up on X Factor. He's performing a gig as well. So it's $7.50 to get in. You can come to the gate and get your tickets or you can jump on now. What have we got? About four or five hours till gates open. Uh, my first time in Dubbo for the Country Classic. It's the second running of the event, and I can't wait to get out on track. What are the odds, Simon, on you getting to the Monkey Bar in Dubbo tonight? The monkey Bar? <laughs> Is that the go-to sets? Monkey Bar. The yeah. commercial's the oldest pub in Dubbo. Yep. But the Monkey Bar apparently is the place to go. Wow. That's why I like talking to you boys because I think I was in Wagga last year and someone gave me the shout out of which pub to go to. It feels oh, like you're just the pub cutlets. road to every every stop I go to. The William <laughs> Farrah Hotel Wagga Cutlets. Oh, you can't beat it. <laughs> and now you're going to the Monkey Bar. The Monkey Bar in Dubbo. Yeah. <laughs> By the way, I'll, sorry, I'll sorry, Simon. Sorry, Simon. You've uh, if there's a listener, well, the listeners out there, little Steve, country towns. Steve from Dubbo. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. Little country towns. Queensland, New South Wales, Victoria, wherever the case may be, if there's a must-go-to for your town, Love it. hit us on the text line 0457 736 736. Sorry, uh, Simon, six to go. Play on with you. No, all good, boys. I love it. Bucket list pubs around the state or around the country. Yep. Uh, the commercials, actually. So what do we got? A couple of hours till rugby league kicks off. We've actually we've actually put up a plan to uh, to meet at the commercial to watch. Who's playing? The Titans and the Storm? Are they kicking That's off? It. A couple yes, sir, Ree. Yes, sir, Ree. Uh, so that'll be happening. And then hopefully, boys, we can ride the Broncos to another win. And gee whiz, I know we're here to talk about Greyhounds, but it sets up for that Battle of Brisbane next week. Hopefully it's a big night on track here. As I said, boys, not only is the Country Classic happening at Dubbo, but at Wenty Park, She's at Pearl actually returns to the track for the first time since she won the Group 1 Pause of Thunder in January. So the Golden Easter Egg, another race, a Group 1 feature race, kicks off next week, boys. So some of these really good sprinting dogs, over 520 metres, are starting to emerge. She's at Pearl goes around tonight at Wenty Park. There's a dog called Hello Mike, which has come down from Queensland, a Group 1 winner. Uh, should really test her tonight. Anglin Luai's in the race. Million Dollar Chase Consolation, uh, Million Dollar Chase Finals, I should say, late last year. And then another dog by the name 
of Fascinate Mel has been just jumping out of her skin. So there's races all over the place, as always, on your Saturday. I know a lot of people are into the thoroughbreds. There'll be footy on. There'll be greyhounds as well. There's March Madness for the basketball fans. It really is a wonderful day for sport. Yeah, absolutely is, Simon. Hey, Simon, if uh, the Broncos do beat the Dragons, we've got two undefeated teams, the Dolphins and the Broncos. What sort of crowd at Suncorp, guys? Is, is it a sellout? Oh, it'd be sellout. Be. It'd sellout either 100%. way, even if even if the Brisbane and Redcliffe weren't going as well. It'll as be a sellout. Oh, absolutely. Every well, day of the week. For the Bennett Bowl. I remember the Crushers and the Broncos in 95, and the Crushers, we weren't a great side. It was... It was a sellout that day. Was it? Mm, absolutely. How much would Wayne be loving this? He's already poached Tom Flegler and, and Herbie Farnworth, and it's just every little <laughs> little jab he can get yeah. in there. He'll be loving it. That's great. Uh, Kevy, of course, won many premierships under Wayne, so uh, fascinated by that. Anything else? Hey, Simon, who's I'm jealous. You? I'm jealous of Simo's in Dubbo. I oh, know. I, I love going town. to the country towns. Yeah. I, so I know you're here to cover the world's richest middle-distance race, the Country Classic, tonight. At Dubbo, it is Greyhounds Racing Supercharged. Have you got a tip for the Golden Slipper sign? Oh, look, boys, uh, I might have a ticket on cylinder at about fifty to one. Oh, so fingers crossed! Fingers crossed! This is this thing. This has hurt me many, many times before. Every year, I try and pick out a futures bet. Not only I can't bet on the Greyhounds, so I should put that out there, but I can bet on everything else. Uh, and trust me, I've got NBA. I've got um, I've got the Slipper with cylinder. I had – what else have I got? Oh, I've got the Roosters in the NRL. Even though I'm a Broncos fan, I think the mm. Roosters might do it this year. So, yeah, look, if Cylinder gets up, I might just skip work tonight and I'll oh. go straight to the monkey bar. <laughs> oh, oh, yes. You'll <laughs> be all over it. Good on you, Simon. Great to talk as per usual. Have a great night. Hooroo. There he goes. Uh, so Simon signed off with the term what? Hooroo. Hooroo, yeah. Mm. So I ran into a mate of mine. So I went down to – were you across the Blakey Johnson story trying to break the record – Oh, the surfing. Surfing. Yeah, so we yeah, had him on the show a couple of times. Yeah. And after we called the footy on Thursday night, it was about sort of quarter to midnight. And I thought, I'll go down to the beach and see how he's going. Heaps of people there. And I ran into a mate of mine. And I said, oh, Huru. She said, what? I said, Huru. <laughs> she goes, what does that mean? I said, wow. she was there with her, her husband and kids. This person? Yeah. And I said, have you never heard the term oh. Huru? She said, I've never heard the term Huru. Okay. Firstly, where's she from? Cronulla. Born and bred. Yeah, no, I'd, I'd expect someone from Cronulla here, Huru. Yeah. Down to earth people. Yeah. yeah. If you would have said Bondi, oh, <laughs> I yeah. said, would never have heard of Huru. <laughs> no, no, no. Can you believe that? Uh, by the way, you've got 40 minutes. So 145 will close off the entries to Let It Ride the Chair, where you've got to simply select a place getter in the six nominated races, which happens to be Melbourne 678, Sydney 678. So 678 in both Melbourne and Sydney. Some big races part of that. Uh, for you to win the chair on this Saturday. And also, while we're on um, the topic of tipping, I heard you say something about the game today. Gold Coast, Melbourne, you're given a tip to Aaron Missile. Shop. Yep. Aaron Shop to score first. No, no, to score at any to time. To score at any time. Yeah, reason being... Is so he'll he... be on Remus Smith? Yeah, he'll be on the right-hand side. Mm. And the reason I say this, Sats, is that in the last three and a bit games without Munster, so I say and a bit, the 12 minutes he was off against the Parramatta Reels. So the last four games... Uh, the right centre against Melbourne when Munster hasn't been there. Kohler got two. Mm. Jesse Ramian got three. Mm. He was off for 12 minutes against Parramatta. Immediately they attacked that side. Penasini scored. And last week without Munster, Avarillo scored. So the right centres against Melbourne locking up that left-hand side for Melbourne are having an absolute fill-up. So for me, Aaron Shop 
is uh, a great investment today. Nice. Responsibly. Do as you please. one three hundred oh one eleven seventy. Here's the text line now. You need to text your name and your six tips, which are Melbourne 678, Sydney 678. Just simply the number for those races, your name, and you will be in the barrier drawer to see who takes out today's chair for Let It Ride. Close off at 1.45pm. This is crunch time. Adrian Pazenko is here. So too is Scotty Satlub. And we are brought to you by the great team at uh, Before You Dig Australia. Breaking back with more. Yeah, public apology. Uh, this comes from Dunny. He says, oh, I met uh, Brooksy last night from the run home team. Really sorry about that, Dunny. Uh, not much we could, <laughs> yeah. we could do about that. Uh, Will writes, no, he'll be listening with... to Brooksy. We love you, Brooksy. Uh, Will writes this. He said, great show so far, lads. AP equals yes, please. Yes. Oh, thanks, They please. love you, yeah. AP. Outstanding. Yeah. Mm. So this is a real fine. Do you, you feel like a real recruitment manager yeah. when you get a gun like this come through, which no one else saw, and we've got him, and he's on his way to being to superstardom. Let's see you, how you, lo- let's see how lowly he is now. Oh, yeah, when yeah, everyone yeah. comes hunting, yeah, you guys, yeah, that's right. you guys <laughs> are just polishing the turd. Yeah. <laughs> uh, by the way, they're coming through thick and fast. So uh, mystery man Dave, and um, keep them coming through. Rooster man Kano. What we want is this: we want a tip for each of these races. And what I will say as well. Yeah, Melbourne race six, seven, eight. Sydney race six, seven, eight. So six, seven, eight at both Melbourne and Sydney to be your chance to be in the chair. And the sales team have assured us that next week big prizes are being added to what we've got today, which is the signed football by the alumni here at uh, SEN. Plus the Signet Power Bank's already you're off to a good start. Plus if you win this week, you stay in the chair next week for even bigger prizes. All you need to do is your horse to place. Races six, seven, eight in Sydney and Melbourne. Pick a horse to place. Send it on the text line 0457 736 736. Righto, boys. Let's talk about the big, big topic that we need to talk about, concussion. Now, again, we saw Harme Selle go off. So I'm no expert, but Harme Selle, it looked as though it may be a Category 1, which would mean he almost certainly misses next week. Thoughts? Um, with the 11-day stand-down? The 11-day mandatory yep. rest period for Category 1. I like it. Yep. I really do like it. Um, and, yeah, this is coming from, you know, players like, like us, Sugar, and p- players that went well before yep. us that have played in, in an era when if you get up off the field, even after being knocked out or even spending a night in hospital, you're back at training the next day and you're playing that week. So, yeah, it's it's quite easy for people like us to say, ah, just get on with it. You know, it's, it's a brutal game. It is a brutal game. And there's always going to be that whiplash effect or there's always going to be some sort of contact with the head, whatever it may be. That is the state of the game. But the ones that we've got to try and get out of the game are um, the innocuous ones or especially the intentional ones, which, you know, they go through the judiciary and and that gets dealt with at judiciary. But it's it's the head clashes. It's the some of the innocuous ones that that can cause great great concussion. The 11-day stand-down, when you look at some other sports, you know, boxing, you get knocked out or you get beaten by knockout. You can't fight for three months. So, you know, we're still a fair way behind some other yep. sports, but we're heading in the right direction. Okay, before I get to you, AP, um, Darren Kane, no relation. Uh, he's too smart for my family. He's a sports lawyer. In the Sydney Morning Herald today, the new rules introduced this week shouldn't be described as a landmark moment. If anything, the NRL is one of the last guests to arrive at the party. Counter to that, some lawyers predisposed to this kind of work, are beavering away in the imagining of convoluted legal arguments with a view to lining their own pockets. Now, before we go to UAP and from you further, Scotty Sattler, Timmy Manor had this to say on passing concussion tests and 
the mandatory 10-minute wait. Was it a 15-minute wait? 15 minutes. The mandatory 15-minute wait. Can I give my two cents? Because I love what we're doing to look after players. But as a player that played in the HIA, the test takes five minutes to do. You know after five minutes whether you're going back on or not. I would love to know the numbers. I don't think anyone has ever, after that test, passed that test and then decided that they can't go back on. We were talking about your comments during the they, week. The, the issue around it. it is delayed concussion. Okay, but how many people, have, I would love to know the number, how many people have passed the test and in the 10 minutes after their test have decided, actually, you know what, we're going on. Okay, so so there is a player welfare issue, but equally, if Timmy Mann is right, and I agree with, with what Jimmy's saying about delayed on, uh, onset concussion, but if Timmy Manor is right, and, and I don't know if these stats are confirmed, but if every player who passes the test in the initial test in four or five minutes, if every one of those have come back on, then surely we scrap the 10, 15-minute window. Thoughts? Yeah, oh, look, that that bit I don't know enough about. Like, like honestly. Like and that's what we've got to be careful, AP, yeah, hey, because yep. we don't have all these letters after our yep. name. No. The no. neurologists well, do. And the NRL aren't going into this blind. Yep. They're taking a lot of advice from experts. So, no, so, no, so, so, so sorry, you talk sorry. about experts. So yeah. I, I've I had a long chat uh, during the week with Pro- Professor Chris Levite. So he's the neurologist who's treating Kalen Ponga. He's treated the likes of Tim Glasby, Boyd Cordner, um, plenty of other players as well. Um, he reckons, firstly, that this this new protocol around the eleven days is appropriate, and he's and he's happy with that. Um, but I spoke to someone yesterday, and we we talk about class actions. At, as it stands, we've only had James McManus as the single plaintiff who has launched an action, and he didn't do it against the NRL or the game. He did it against Newcastle, mm. saying it's not that the rules weren't appropriate, it's that Newcastle didn't appropriately enforce the rules. But only yesterday I was speaking to a player um, who was referred to me by a lawyer um, who's looking to mount one of these class actions and said, look, I've played predominantly under 23s in the 80s, couple of games of first grade off the bench and he has gotten in touch with the lawyer and said, look, I want to know about my situation because I'm now in my fifties. I was a chartered accountant. I'm starting to run into all of these issues. Like this is bubbling away under the surface. This is happening. So absolutely the NRL is concerned about the the player welfare. And I don't doubt that for a second, but they are also at, at some point, their response to this issue will be tested in the court of law and they want to get all their dot. Eyes, eyes dotted and T's crossed. I mean, the 15 minutes, again, we've just got to err on the sort of side of caution. We had a caller last week who was a neuro- neurologist, didn't we, Alex? Yeah, Mark from Newcastle. Mark yeah. from Newcastle. He made some really valid points. Now, um, you know, if you're playing back in the 80s, did the game have enough knowledge back then than what they do over the last 10 or 12 years mm. to make a – uh, you know, a guided judgment around the, the safety of a player, I'd, I'd probably think not. Well, well that's, that's going to be a really difficult burden of proof yeah. for any lawyer who takes that on because what we know now, and we still don't, we're only at the tip of the iceberg now, but we didn't know this stuff mm. 25 years ago. Can I ask you this? With the 11 day, and this is going to, again, it's going to be a, a point of argument, I think. Do we follow the AFL's, the AFL when they do their grand final qualifier, we find out how, who our two teams are? Yep. We have the following weekend off. We play the grand final two weekends yes. after the grand final qualify. Because if, again, let, let, let's not try and hide the most obvious thing is that when you're playing a grand final, you want the best players on the field. Oh, yeah. But and so, say, for, I guess the counter argument, because you'll say, okay, what if it's Roosters, Rabbitohs, and Latrell Mitchell can't play because he's had a head knock? 
but he might have a head knock that might require him to be off for two weeks it might or be. three weeks. It might be, but under the 11-day protocol at the yep. moment, yeah, a majority of those players are going to fall under that category. Yeah, so there are, there are caveats to that. So if, if there's a, a certain number of boxes that you tick, you've got your asymptomatic the next day, you haven't had previous concussions, et cetera, et cetera. You can get an exemption. You can get an exemption and you have to get it from an NRL-appointed independent doctor. Chris Levi, who I spoke to, is one of those independent doctors, and I said... Is an NRL-appointed doctor not independent? Well, one of their their people who they appoint to do that process. And I said, how often do you reckon you'd grant an exemption? He said, almost never. Oh, really? He he said, because that's what I thought. I thought that, you know, this would be a bit of a, you know a bit of a backdoor way of getting back to, to play early. And he said, he said 99.9% plus times the doctors the, the, um, get it right the first time when they make those assessments. And he said it'd be very unusual for an independent specialist to overturn that decision and say, yep, I want you playing next week. But you're still opening yourself up for questioning, aren't you? No, I mean, let, let's say, again, use Latrell as an example. Yep. If if he is allowed, if he does get an exemption for exemption for whatever reason, mm. and then later on in life, he has complications, concerns, and mm. then he he can look back at some circumstances in his career, any of player, course. and says, "Well, I got an exemption when really I probably shouldn't have because I was still yep. getting headaches after ten or eleven days, and I didn't tell anyone else about it." Yeah, I mean, you, you, well, whether you've got a case or not, you're still okay, opening let, yourself let, up let, to be questioned. Sats, let me ask you this: you specifically to answer this. Are you supportive of this? 11-day stand-down? Yes. Absolutely. Yes, and I thought that would be the answer. Which, you're supportive of this, and I'm not saying right or wrong, I just want to sort of try and put people in the player's situation. You're supportive of this as a retired State of Origin player, premiership winner. Okay, so if we go back to the 28th of September 2003, and there's a prelim between the Warriors and the Panthers, and if you get the same knock that Harmay Selle got... Are you comfortable to miss out on the grand final? No, I'm not comfortable, but unfortunately, and I'll be filthy and I'll kick stones for the rest of my life, but it's the choice of the game that we play. I, I'm not saying right or wrong, mm. but the choice of the game we play is also putting yourself in the position against the Warriors, hypothetically, to get a knock that Harmay Sele's got. Where, where I'm going to this with is in the event of a grand final for something that you strive your whole bloody life for, and I'm not saying... Either way is the right answer. But should there be an indemnity form that you could sign that allows you to play in the grand final, that would means that I don't know I don't know the answer, but what I do know is that even then though, you're signing that indemnity form as a guy who's just been concussed. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I mean what's what's you know, know. Like, are you are you a sound mind when you're making that decision? No, I know. I know. And, yeah. and this is why and this is why, and I have been on this a long time, we are in the entertainment game. Yeah. So, therefore, I do believe, and people will say, oh, yeah, but what about if you win the first week, you've got the next week off? Yeah. People will build the narrative however they want. Whoever wins the grand final, if they've had two yep. weeks off, they'll say they were better rested. And if they get beat, they'll yep. say, oh, they were too rusty. People will find a way for that. But I do believe that our game's getting so big now where you could have that week off. You could have, say, feature the NRLW grand final the week before. I don't believe the AFL grand final has any pre-games before their big spectacle. They don't. You could have the, the, the final between the New South Wales Cup and the Queensland Cup yep. on that day a week out. And it's not just about the HIA. It's also about Building the gun it. player who's got a niggling knee injury from the big prelim to exactly. be able to play. And, and which also brings me to this. Harmay Sele cops a knock in a massive game. Roosters take you on South. 
Correct me if I'm right. (laughs) (laughs) Our current situation is you need two players to go down with HIA before we activate, activate the 18th man. Why do we have an 18th player stripped ready to go? Harme Sele's been ironed out. Why do we need to activate this player? This player should be available. Have as many as you want on the duty bench. And only have eight interchange. I don't know why this is so hard to wrap our heads around it. Do you agree or disagree? No, we brought this up on Sports Day throughout the week. Matty Rogers, he loved the idea. We yeah. we said, you know, Joel Kane has been harping on for a lot of long time now about why do we have to have four for eight replacements when you can you should be able to pick twenty players in your squad. Whatever you want. And based on the way of the game and so many moving pieces now with HIA, whatever it may be, a five eighth goes down. I don't have a five eighth on the bench with four. But like South Sydney, the young guy that played Charity Shield, the outstanding young 5'8". Oh, that's that played, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If he's in that 20, I've got someone bang that can go in there and keep but the how exciting is that for the broadcast? Does that mean that he's not playing, though, that weekend? That he's just waiting there in the hope that Cody Walker gets injured? No, well, that's where you've got to box smart. You may need but to rotate I, your team. See, so, I, so, I like it the way it is because there's actually strategy in how you compile your bench. Do you go with four forwards or do you so, decide, I need a... Kirk Gidley style utility bloke. Like, do I need a Connor Watson coming off the bench? Or like, I I like the strategy. That or are that we going to play a player in a position where they're not accustomed to? And that's fun too. It is fun, and there's that nostalgic part of it as well, yep. where the fairy tale win, like, like the Knights at Leichhardt with twelve men and everyone yep. falling down. So there's an argument for both. Legends yeah. get legends get made those days. I I just think if we're protecting players, more the merrier. Eight on the interchange. If you want to use eight, go for your life, which teams won't do. They want to use their better players. We well, want to do what Brad Arthur doesn't use too. Uh, go, for, go for your life. Um, anyway, have your say. one three hundred oh one eleven seventy. You've got 20 minutes to register your teams on the text line. 0457 736 736. We need your name or your tipping name if you want to go by an alias. And we need your tip from races 678 at both Melbourne and Sydney. They must place. If you get drawn out in the barrier trial and you're in the chair, if you place, you survive. That is the run home with uh, Joel and Fletcher during the week. But today it is crunch time with Scotty Sattler and AP Adrian Prezenko. And we are brought to you by the great team at Before You Dig Australia who are getting right behind us here a Breaking Back With More. Yes, listener, as Brian Fletcher would refer to you as listener. The many listeners out there, we appreciate it. Quick reminder, too, you've got 15 minutes to text in 0457 736 736. I'll say it again slowly. 0457 736 736. I've got to be careful, boys, because that number is very similar to mine, and sometimes I start saying my, my own number. I'll start getting all these texts of tips on it. So what you need to do is simply text through on the open line 0457 736 736. A horse who you think can place in each of Melbourne race six, seven, eight. And the last one in the chair, so long as you place, you've been drawn out in the order. Barrier draw at 1.45pm in daylight savings time. You will win the chair. Baz is the man in the chair at the moment. Crunch time brought to you by Before You Dig Australia. And one of my favourite SEN programs is I drive home after our show and I immediately put on the app, and I listen to the app through the car. People listen to however you want to tune into SEN. I listen to the app. Sats, Rat, Woogie, great show. But I heard them waxing lyrically about Game Day Squad, which has got me over the line. I'm ready to press play on it. So time for our weekly fantasy spot with a team from Game Day Squad, Create, Coach, Compete in Fantasy Football, and their founder, Callum Stone, who had a win on the uh, stock market. He's with us on the line now. How are you, Callum? 
Hey, mate, doing well. How are you? Mate, you need an ambassador. Uh, Scotty Sattler's your man. Off air, he was absolutely pumping it up deluxe. Sats, if you're selling game day squad for Callum yep. and the team, mm. sell it, please. Well, if you're in the electronic age, yeah. okay, if you want to try and engage people of our age group, and correct me if I'm right here, Callum, mm. <laughs> but um, uh, of our age group, where we grew up with the Scanlon footy cards. Yes. You yep. collect your cards, you yep. get your packet, you open it up, you go, oh, okay, there's Bob Fulton, there's Mal yep. Meninga, and you, yep. you make your own team. Yep. And then if you've got two of the same, you go, well, I don't need two. I'm going to trade AP for three. One of my Arthur Beatsons, which yep. I've got two of, okay. yep. I'm going to trade for three of his um, Teddy Goodwin, yes. for example. Yep. So now you've got an electronic format. You're right. Okay. So you don't get them damaged, nope. whatever it may be. And so you go to gamedaysquad.com.au or the app yep. as well. And they give you these free cards, these free packets, like you're getting them as a kid. And yep. you press on it and it opens it up and it's – and you tell them what players you get, and then, and then you basically each week they accumulate points, and you run a salary cap as well. Right. So, so how many players? Is it like a normal team? You can only have seventeen players. Yeah, you got, and then you got active reserves, and you got other reserves as part of your packs that get given to you by Game Day Squad. Yep. Do we need Callum for this segment? We no, don't. no, no. Thanks, thanks for your time, Callum. <laughs> thanks for your time, Callum. <laughs> yeah. but, um, no, this is perfect. This is perfect. So you've got these active bench players, and yeah. these other players that when you've got injuries or suspensions. Yeah. So I've got just got Drinkwater at the moment. Right. No, he's he's gone. Three oh, weeks. Oh, gotcha. So I've got to I've got to trade him in for another player, or I've got two Scott drink orders in my packs, so that I can then go and trade that, put it on the market, and someone buys it off me. So can you have as many players as you want? Yeah. Yes. Well, yeah. sort of. Yeah. Within. So Callum, you take over. Yeah, yeah take over, Callum. Yeah, yeah, you you can. So you can't play more more of you can't, you can't play two Tommy Turbos at the same time. But if you wanted to have lots of Tommy Turbo cards in your squad because you love them long term, then yeah, you absolutely can have as many of them as you want. So, so the the salary cap, Callum, explain to people on the website how you can control your own salary cap and be your own general manager of football. And and is the salary cap for the Roosters a bit higher than all the other teams? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so we're we're a little bit different to the traditional platforms where it's we don't put the salary cap based on how good the players are. So on a traditional platform, someone like Nathan Cleary might be one of the most expensive players, and then your rookies are quite cheap. How we do it, we do it based on the rarity of our cards. So we've got six different types of cards, and as you go up in the cards, the multipliers for them go up for your score, but then the scarcity of the cards decreases as they become more and more um, powerful with the multiplier. And we basically say you can put out whatever team you want. So you could have your dream 13 players starting, but it's based on the type of card that we have the salary cap. So if you've got, let's say, the one-of-one legend um, Nathan Cleary card, that's going to eat up a lot of your salary cap. So you'd have to figure out maybe I'm going to put in some bronze Tommy Turbos and bronze Stags and players like that. Can, so, I, can I bronze Tommy? Bronze. Bronze and Tommy just don't rhyme, do so they? So you look at the cards, and each of your cards have got a colour. Yes. It's got a colour attributed to it. And as Callum's just saying, and so the legendary status, which I saw a James Tedesco, uh, correct me if I'm right here, Callum, <laughs> I saw a James Tedesco the other day, which someone has put up on, put up to auction or swap. And I think the at, on, fr- on Thursday it was, it was $5,000. Oh, wow. So you hold on to these players, and it ages... So the longer you hold on to this player in 5, 10, 15 years So you can make time, money through the trades. Yeah, there's Physical only, money. So, is, it, is it right, Callum, that the legendary cards have only got – there's only one one of one, isn't it? Yeah, correct. So that, that one of one James Tedesco card is the only legend card and the only one of one that will ever be around for James Tedesco. So there's obviously a big fan for him out there, and, yeah, that's why someone desperately wants them in their squad. So, Callum, for every player, do you know how many there is in the marketplace or no? 
Yeah, so we have a fixed number of cards for every player. So whether you're a rookie in your first year or you're James Tedesco, there's one legend card, 100 diamonds, and so on and so forth, all the way down to the bronze. So I won't go through the numbers here now, but they're all, all on the website. But there's a fixed amount, and as soon as you enter the game, they sort of enter the pool. And then once you're there, you're there. And once all the cards are you know open through packs, then they're in the system, and we won't be putting any more in there. So... Yeah, for people who really want to go out and get those players, they're, they're, they're available now. Well, Callum, keep an eye on your registrations because I'll be joining today. Uh, mate, we appreciate that. Game day squad, create, coach, compete in fantasy footy. Be the coach and win. Play now, Sats. Now, Callum, before we let you go, I'm sitting 76th on the leaderboard. Is that any good? That's very good. Top 100 is very good. Um, we've had, yeah, we've got obviously got a few thousand people jumping on, which has been awesome since the start of the year. And just to make sure everyone knows it's still available, you can jump on the app, download it now. Even though the season has started, we've got it set up. So anyone still joining, you can still compete in this round and for the rest of the season. So, yeah, make sure. And I think you'll be pushed out of the top 100 pretty soon. Hey, listeners, there's a little rumour. <laughs> I'm just going to send out a little bit of a birdie here. Ooh. Okay, there's a rumour, is it, that... The crunch time will have, be, have their own team. Oh. The listeners can become part of our team, register and become part of our team. Yeah, yeah. yeah. and then we go up against, say, um, the Moles Club. Yeah. Oh, is that right? Yeah. Wow. And you can still, even though the season still started, Callum, doesn't matter. You can still start, can't you? So yeah, does the missile get a car? You can swap it for a, for a sugar cane? <laughs> or a... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yep. So you can still start, even though the season started. You can still. So there's enter. weekly prizes. Is that what yep. you're saying? Okay, we're going to go. Yeah, absolutely, uh, Cam, outstanding, yep. mate. Uh, Sats will send you the invoice for the ambassadorship, and we appreciate that. I'll be signing up I'm today. All over it. I love it. Supercars update as well for Fuso Canters. Fuso Canters are in stock now. Job done. Last weekend, first round at Newcastle, we gave tickets away for that. Cam Waters winning race one in his Ford Mustang before Shane Van Gisbergen. One race two in the Chevy Camaro. And you'll be able to hear all the action from Melbourne in round two on SEN. That's Sunday, April 2nd. So that's the next one in Melbourne on Sunday, the 2nd of April, which is just after the day where we like trick people. Uh, <laughs> that is, uh, there you go. Thanks to SEN. That's our supercars update. Can't wait for you to canter. Well, you don't have to. In stock now. See a Fuso dealer today. It's time to say hey to the social bet with Dabble. Tommy Poppins has joined us for a banter and a bet. Go on, have a dabble. Gamble responsibly. Call 1-800-858-858. Yeah, like he does each and every week, Tommy Poppins from Dabble. How are you, Tommy? I'm all good, Sats. How are you, mate? Really, really well. And in the world of Dabble and the banter and everything we love about it, what's happening? Well, mate, it's super colour, frontalistic, expialidocious. You know, do you get it? Um, it's all going well, mate. Uh, I'll be joining Josh Jeans and Miles Fitzner on the racing stream at 2 p.m. today. There's going to be some great banter, top tips, and some questionable shirts, I think. Now, actually, there's a couple of big races in Queensland today. The Jewel, I know that's going to have a big crowd at Doombin. Now, we know Dabble is all about banter as well. You bring up always some, um, some weird little facts or some weird little arguments. Uh, what's the hot topic this week? Well, I'm a weird little guy, Sato, it all fits in. Uh, so my question this week for you, mate, is which NRL team has done the best business so far with incomings and outgoings? So you're meaning signings and players that have list, uh, left their club? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Well, there's one club that's brought in a lot of players, and that's the new club, the 17th franchise, the Dolphins. So when it comes to the best for incomings, it has to be the Dolphins. I mean, what the three from three in the first three rounds. No one ever thought they'd be in that position. I'll tell you what, Tommy, if, if the doggies do a job on the Tigers, which I hope they don't, 
and after the demolition of the storm last week, you've got to say the, the doggies, the bulldogs are starting to, to come together as a, squ- a squad as well. Yeah, you know what, mate? It's, you know, it's always sort of hard to tell, isn't it? Early doors, which players are going to come in and, and who's going to do well. They're doing fantastic. You know, my team, the Tigers, they've been struggling, haven't they? Let's be honest. But they've made some great signings as well. Bateman, Coruscant, uh, Papali'i. So, look, I mean... Does, does Bateman who, actually officially play for the club yet? We're not quite sure. Like, <laughs> we keep well, reading that he's signed for the club, but we're not quite sure. We, he, he's in, apparently. We're just waiting for him to get going. And to be honest, it can't happen soon enough, can it, mate? You just want another, um, pom, you just want another pom in the comp, do you, hey? We, we need as many as we can get <laughs> at the moment. You know what I mean? I've got to get, I've got to get behind some people. Um, look, I think you're right, though, mate. I think the Dolphins, obviously, have been, have been fantastic, haven't they, mate? Um, right, let's have a look ahead to the same game multis that we've got on for the late game on the Saturday, the Broncos versus the Dragons. Uh, myself, Tommy Poppins, I've gone for the Broncos. I've gone for Moses Sully to score any time and each team with over 14.5 points. What have you gone for, mate? Well, it's actually a, a nice safe bet, that one, because um, it's going to be interesting with the Dragons. You don't know what you're going to get with them at the moment. They've only played one round, so they're a little a bit of an unknown quantity whether they can get to 14.5 points against a side like the Bronx that have been really good defensively. So what I've gone for, uh, Tommy, is I've gone for a Brisbane winner as well. I'm looking at who these players are matching up against as well. So I'm going to take Katoni Staggs, score any time. One of the most aggressive players in the comp. And Selwyn Cobbo will fly high on a crossfield Adam Reynolds kick on the fifth tackle and score any time as well. That'll give you $5. That is some prediction, mate. And I tell you what, if it comes through, I'll buy you the pint. Um, all right. Well, I tell you what, guys, have a jump on the Crunch Time account that we've got there on Dabble. And either copy my bet, Tommy Poppins, or Sat13, depending on who you think is going to come in. Uh, don't forget to download the Dabbel app, copy these bets with a click, and hopefully we'll see everyone in the banter channels during this week's streams. Talk to you next week, Tommy. Cheers, Sat. See you later, mate. See trending bets from profiles like Robbie Farah, Spud Carroll, Chris Walker, and plenty of others. Get following Crunch Time and have a dabble. Go on, have a dabble. Gamble responsibly. Call 1 800 858 858. Uh, welcome back. Uh, this is crunch time. Soon to be let it ride. Look at the study. Is he studying in the rugby league? Is no, he no. studying the form guide of the racing? No, he's studying the run sheet. Dougie Bollinger. For this afternoon. Yeah. To let it ride. He loves it. I oh, know. What a champion. We've got him coming up. Uh, AP, by the way, who's been on fire. And what, what do we say in the ad break? Mate, you know you liked when we're bagging you. So mm. we're bagging him hard. Jeez, I've got like, a lot of people that like being live. It's a bag fest. Hello to Mrs. Prezenko. one 300 Don't forget as well. So the captain of the ship here really is the maestro. Yeah. And the maestro, you've set the rules, and I have said you must get your tips in for Let It Ride, which is Melbourne and Sydney races 6, 7, 8, where you have to nominate a horse to place to win the prize. And you are right, Rooster Muzz. I have promised that the sales team would come up with better prizes. That'll happen next week. I promise it'll happen. But it's all about pride at this point and some nice prizes. But Seal, a.k.a. Maestro, you've come up with some extra time. Some extra time. Well, we're not starting till three, are we? No. With the, the let it ride bit. So we've still got we've got Dougie coming in. He's going to give us some more energy, some tips, 
you know, whatever weird and wacky yeah. places that he's going to go. So we've still got till 2.30. You can get, get 2 your tips until 2.30. 2.30. Because the first race is 3 o'clock. So okay. I'm happy to take tips until then. What about this, right? So I was listening. Do you listen to Morning Glory, boys, on a Friday morning? Yes, absolutely. Yes. Great show. And Matty Johns like, and the crew. I like Jack Johns's like the music reviews. Yeah. Like you're talking about Iggy Pop yesterday, who Very I can't good. stand. Yeah. But then want to go and watch a lot more yeah. documentaries, a few more documentaries yep. on him. Yep. Can, you, can you play, later this day, can we play Candy? Oh, yeah. Where the female, I forget her name. I think she was part of uh, UB40 eventually. Yeah, we'll dig it up. But it's a sexiest song. <laughs> you, like, if you're ever on the source <laughs> and you want to sort of spice things Not up. Candy, candy. candy. Yeah, yeah mate, when she chimes in, it oh, is the sexiest. beautiful bit, yeah. yeah. Oh. Oh. <laughs> It's I've, great. I've had, I've had a hole in my heart for so long. Yes. That bit. Yes. That's... I've had a yes. hole in Yeah, we won't butcher it, yep. but it's one of the great songs, and that is Iggy Pop. Is it really? Yeah. There yep. you go. Yeah. And I didn't know he was the basically the godfather of punk. So yep. what happened was during... Heavily influenced by David Bowie, apparently. Yeah. Mm-hmm. On the back end of COVID, when they sort of started to, you know, loosen up a little few things, I'd come home, Kobe would have the girlfriends over, and she'd have the Bluetooth on the um, speaker going. And then I'd be at the front and I'd change the song. And I'd, and I'd get on to Iggy Pop, that song, and they'd be pumped. Oh, mate, it was so good. Anyway, uh, Gold Coast take of the Melbourne Storm. I was very, very what keen. We've got 60 about, seconds. What about how creepy he's been? Michelle like, <laughs> Bishop's dress and talking about the sexiest song. Oh, it's great. Hello to you. Anyway, bye. Uh, Let's get into this, boys. Uh, Titans taking on the storm. I was very keen to tip the Titans. Sam Verrills is out. Yes. Big out. Mm, Chad Randall in. The, the, the big in for me is Justin Ollum. The bloke has broken his arm and was told it's a six-week injury. He's back in three I know, weeks. I know, now, I, I was talking to his manager, and he said he went down and visited Justin Ollum and was talking to him. And he's going, mate, what's this I hear you come back? He goes, yeah, my arm's good. It's really good. Grabs his arm and starts banging on the desk and goes, look, it's fine. He's bang, bang, bang. And he's managed, can you please stop doing that? It's really disturbing. <laughs> More to come after this. This is Crunch Time on your Saturday. Yeah, do yourself a favour. <laughs> when the girl takes the reins. Right, yeah, we get it. Mate, okay, we get it. Uh, yeah, Dunny gets it. Canberra Tiger get it as Canberra well. Canberra Tiger really gets uh, it. Sorry, Cobes, I'll be home after five. That's fine. Grand report for Toro. Count on Toro to get the job done. A top of 30 degrees today on the Gold Coast. So it's going to be a steamy one. That was the grand report for Toro. Count on it. Now, the bad news is this, mm. that we lose our man AP, Adrian Prezenko, at 2 o'clock. But the good news, we need to talk... Zoo, Timmy Zoo. He's going to hang around for a bit of extra time, Golden Point. Thank you, AP, on the other side of this.